are tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and I'm here today. We have DeAndre Wilson, who is dropping in, and he is hanging out with us um, based out of the Indy... Anna, I believe. Am I right, DeAndre? Help me out. I yeah, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, yeah. All right. You are definitely the first guest from Indiana. Um, let's go. <laughs> hey, let's go. Let's go all the way. He is an entrepreneur and a culinary curator uh, and also the co-founder of Turntable. Um, so yeah. we are definitely glad to have you on the show. Um, go ahead and give us your background and introduce yourself, and then we will move forward. Cool, cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love this. I love how we can connect on social media and then make these things happen. It, it's really dope that that could be like that. Um, but my name is DeAndre Wilson, uh, co-founder of Turntable uh, here in Evansville, Indiana. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm 27. Uh, my brother and I started uh, Turntable together. Uh, five years ago, uh, it was a strong company. We believe in it to, to, to the mission, to the vision of it. Um, we love doing what we do each and every single day. We are creatives in our own right. Uh, my title, being a culinary curator, is I create the experience. So and I meet with the client and I say, hey, what do you envision for, for your event? When we come and cater your um your wedding or your corporate function or your house party or, or some sort, what do you envision? What does that look like? So I help them bring that to life from um, the napkins they may want or the uh, silverware they may like or just the, the finger foods and hors d'oeuvres they like. Um, and then Jeff being the head chef, you know, he gets in the kitchen um, and then he brings their personality or what their friends and family like to life. Um, so we get to do our thing. We get to, you know, really be a staple in our community. Um, being 27, being that both 27 are able to do this, um, it is kind of hard at times, uh, being that we're so young and Evansville's kind of like, kind of way, I guess you could say not really up to date. So there is a little bit, a little bit of pushback, but you know, we keep, we keep driving, we keep going. Um, the thing about turntable at this point is we're, we are on pause because we're scaling up the business. And that's one thing that we've both as entrepreneurs is to scale up. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for a bigger space. So while I'm looking for a bigger space, uh, I started my second endeavor, which is to keep rolling campaign. Um, I roll a large tractor tire through Evansville, Indiana. 
Um, so I do a lot of different things as an entrepreneur. Um, I didn't want to, you know, label myself and be in this just one category. I wanted to do a lot of different things. So I was able to do that. Um, my degree is in hospitality administration. So that applies to the turntable side. But now I'm going back to school. I'm going to get a fitness certificate just so that I can um, help people with fitness that, you know, really can't afford a gym or a professional trainer. Figure out what I can do to help them at least get in the mindset yeah. of being healthy and being with a trainer and then along the line somewhere help them get a, an actual trainer because I don't want to do that I just kind of want to be like the intro to getting a trainer and uh, then help yeah. them find an actual trainer yeah yeah no, well I, I definitely want to um I want you to share more information in regard uh, on the keep rolling campaign here in a bit but let's I, I'm interested to to know how did you get started in the hospitality industry? Because I know when I was first, um, you know, talking to you, and we were, I was getting some information on, you know, the just the culinary arts and just trying to find out more information on what you guys are doing. I was like, I wonder how he ended up, you know, going into the hospitality industry. And I know that's where your degree, you know, your degree falls in that industry as well. So give us a little background on how you got started. Like, were, did anybody influence you when you were young? Like, how did you, were you cooking in the kitchen with your grandmother? Or what what inspired you to go down that path? Absolutely. So, you know, I think it's safe to say that every college student, when we get to college, a large majority of us never know what we're going to do. Right. Um, yeah. I went to Ivy Tech Community College here in Evansville, and I was like, I'm going to be a business major. Yeah, that sounds dope. I'm going to do that. Went to those classes, and I was bored out of my mind. Right. Let's just be real. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to waste money. I was bored. I was falling asleep. I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not doing this. So, um, I was undecided that following semester, and um, the culinary uh, instructor in the hospitality program chair at Ivy Tech said, you know, I've, I've seen that you're good with people. You ever thought about the hospitality industry? I was like, oh, I mean, I can. I can try it out. Switch my major. And really kind of just submerge myself in the industry because what I like about the program is, yeah, we have to sit in the classroom and there's homework, there's textbook work, but there's get up, hands on, get out in the field, get your experience early. So when you can either leave class or come to class late um, <laughs> right. because you're at work, like those things are acceptable because you're at work doing what we've talked about in the classroom. And when you're at work, um, you're getting a paycheck and then you're also getting points. So I was like, this this comes full circle. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I you know, love the hostile industry. I love sharing in the experience of making someone or a group happy. I love to share that. I love to create that. Um, so that's that's what works for me. It was like I can go to work, get 10 points do my homework, get another 10 points. I've got, okay, now that's 20. I'm in classroom, just showing up. You get another, like, three or five points. So it's like all of this is happening. Your homework is what you're already doing and you're experiencing. You know, in the classroom, for me, I learn by conversation. So it, it's so interesting that all the students, we would talk about what happened last night, what happened over the weekend at work. We're not talking about partying. We're talking about what happened when we was at work. Yeah. And we're talking about different jobs in the area that, you know, could really help us move. And people looking down for each other like, oh, DeAndre, you'd be good over here or you'd be good over here. So, you know, through the course of my hospitality career, 
I had picked up like four jobs and I had a problem with saying no. And uh, I just started working yeah. here and, and I love the industry because I wanted to quickly get that experience and uh, it, it paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely see that it paid off for you. And I know that you you focus on really working to create experience for your clients. Yeah. What type of experience? Like, give me an example of what that looks like for you in terms of, you know, being a, an entrepreneur and, you know, kind of leading the charge for turnkey. Yeah. Um, so, so what we did, so one of the experiences, we passed our derbs, um, at an event. It was the Ivy Tech Gala. So it was really, it was really dope that the college invested in me as a student and then turned around and then invested in the business, uh, let us pass our derbs through a very high profile event. And so what we did to create the experience in the name turntable is we took some, um, recycled, um, records, um, we bought for like 38 cents at, at, at an old old consignment store. They're going to throw them away. Uh, we took them. We cleaned them up real nice. Um, and then we had put the turntable uh, logo on the center of the record. And we used those records to pass hors d'oeuvres. And so that was an experience to hear individuals say like, oh, uh, records are way before your time. Uh, and, they, and they felt, you know, at peace with that. Like, wow, they're recycling this. They let them throw them away. Um, they're using it in a creative way. So that was an experience for the for the guests that attended the event. So that was a very formal event. And then more of like a laid back kind of event. And when we do community festivals, we'll have an actual turntable set up. Um, it's like mm-hmm. an old record player. Again, people can share that experience of, oh, I had one of these growing up or I had one of these in my house. Um, when we go back into business, we actually want to have a DJ scratching on the ones and twos right there. So it's able to tie in music and to create that experience as well as just the records as well. Um Another example, um, just when we had our centerpieces, um, we took a bunch of music notes and we used those as the centerpieces um, on like a, uh, we kind of had them standing up and so we, they were music notes. And so that was really cool for people to see. So we're able to tie in the experience, music, good food, and then customer service all in one. So uh, people really appreciated that. And I, at some point in my life, I want to do research on how music and food correlate with each other oh, yeah. um, to, have, to create a good experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it sounds like you guys also, you know, through those experiences, you, you, kind of lead the way for those conversation pieces like you mentioned the you know the records and people just talking about how you're too young to really even know you know that the records even existed I guess it you know at some point so I think that's definitely interesting so what's different about turntable versus other catering companies that might be in the area aside from I mean obviously we know the the name and the you know the whole thing the themes that you guys have yeah, the name and the brand. Uh, one, one thing that I've learned during this journey is that what separates us is that I've worked for two other catering establishments here in Evansville, and I, I would I, I love to learn by watching and conversation, like I mentioned before. And I would notice that those head chefs or those chefs would have to stop production to go um, answer the telephone, um, or they would say things that. 
Um, they don't have time to do social media or do marketing or they don't have a marketing budget. And it was those issues that I said, OK, when Jeff and I build turntable, that's going to be my job. I'm going to set aside uh, roughly a thousand dollar budget for marketing and I'm going to be the guy answering the phone and I'm going to be the guy out in the community um, that's that's getting business. So I kind of wear a sales hat and a marketing hat, and then a business hat. Um, I, so basically, just to say that I think all restaurants and catering establishments need to have a marketing budget and need to have someone that's doing sales and marketing. Um, there was, a, there was a, a quote, I think, on Business Insider. I think that's where I saw it. Um, it was 30, 33% of catering business comes from a caterer just being in the room. And I think there's a lot of truth behind that because while Jeff is doing production, I'm out in the community, I'm walking around downtown, I'm going to meetings, uh, public forums, things like that. And people would say, oh, there's a caterer. Hey, DeAndre, we need to talk to you. So um, being in those spaces really paid off. So that's what separates us from other establishments is that the head chef is doing production. And then I'm out in the community creating relationships, meeting people, figuring out the impact a turntable can make other than just providing food um, and experiences. Do we need to sponsor something? Do we need to just show up and be present in the room? There's other things that we can be doing. So that's that's what separates us from other catering establishments. Yeah, definitely visibility. That's a priority. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to, uh, I wanted to ask you like, what's your favorite event? Like what's, give me your favorite event. And then also let me know, like, what is, do you have like a favorite event that you have catered? So the a favorite event. So there's an event here called the jazz and wine festival. Uh, I would say maybe about two, two, 3000 people attend. Um, it's an amazing time, great atmosphere, uh, great music is playing. Every genre of music, to my knowledge, is, is represented. Uh, I, I love that event. Uh, we have attended, as actually the Jazz Wine Fest was actually the very first event we did back in 2017. It was the very first one. And so that actually got us the exposure we needed and built that momentum that we, so we could keep going. So that's my favorite event. Yeah. Um, you have like a preference? Like, what's what's what? What do you prefer to do when it comes to events? Do you have like a preference? I, you know, it, my preference it boils down to I, I really don't. But I would have to say overall, um, if you're gonna like like challenges, I want a, a new client to challenge us on the experience and on the menu. Oh, I don't have a particular event we would, I like to cater as long as the client gives us a challenge. You know, I don't want to I don't want to cater an event where someone wants us to just um, do a fruit tray and a veggie tray and and uh, oh, yeah stuffed mushrooms. I mean, really get out there, get on Pinterest. Let's meet. Let's talk about some different foods. Like really test um, Jeff. Uh, who's the head chef and our sous chef, really test them in the kitchen. So I like those clients that are adventurous. Oh, wow. That is, that's yeah. nice. That's definitely nice to hear. Um, and I know you mentioned Pinterest. So have you ever had any like 
elaborate requests that you guys were like, okay, let's try to figure out how to do this. Like what's, what's the most elaborate, um, not guests, but like the most elaborate menu that you've had to put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that does not exist here in Indiana. <laughs> right. So, so when I go to these meetings, I have to pull my Pinterest up, and I'm like, "Hey, you think this looks good? Right. Hey, you think this looks good?" And I'm trying to create that that dialogue where people are like, "Oh, we should do that." Um, as of right now, that hasn't happened yet, but I'm trying my hardest to let someone just let us do it um when we go to festivals it's a little different because we create the menu um and jeff will come up with some type of variation of a burger and that's kind of started the conversation uh, but when people are paying for it themselves and it's a home party they kind of stay within you know what they yeah. know the but yeah. as i as i go on with that conversation I, i'm trying to get them to think like hey for the next one let's try this or for the next one we should do this and, and they're open to the idea so hopefully they'll let us play a little bit more definitely yeah well i know next time you're in the houston area i mean you you, you guys stop by because i know you you dabble in a several different cuisines and all that other stuff so i I would mind being a guinea pig for you guys, for you guys <laughs> to see what you're cooking up. Um, Man, we, we love Houston, so that's definitely going to have to happen. Yeah, yeah, DeAndre, let me know. Keep me posted. Um, let's talk about fitness. I know you have the Keep Rolling campaign, and you just told me a crazy story about rolling, I think you said, what, 300? And how many pounds is that tire, the tractor tire? The, 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 yeah, yeah, the tractor tire is a 230 200. pounds. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, so give us the background. <laughs> Tell us how you got involved with uh, this particular project and what inspired you to create it. Absolutely. So uh, my father um, was battling stage four liver and colon cancer. And while he was going through chemo and battling cancer, he was rolling this tractor tire around Evansville, Indiana. Um, doctors told him, look, man, you need to just get somewhere and sit down, eat, rest, uh, stop working, stop rolling the tire. But he refused. Yeah. Um, he kept working. So he couldn't anymore. But he always rolled the tire the entire the entire time. Um and so our community, the inner city, saw that and was inspired by that. Um, so people would always say, DeAndre, I saw your dad with the tire again. I was like, yep, that's my dad. That's what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> right. And I, I loved that he kept doing it. I, I, I loved that he told, you know, doctors by not by not like telling them, but actions speak louder than words. You know, he said through his actions, I'm going to keep doing this. The community needs this. I need this. And he did just that. Um, unfortunately, we did lose him. Uh, but he left a legacy uh, for me to carry on. And so when he had passed, I got all of his things, including the tire. Um, and the tire sat in my garage for about four years. Um, and that's when I was going through turntable, making it happen. Um, but at that time, it's right when we had lost our kitchen. Um, and I said to myself, you know, I weigh 235 pounds. I'm not happy with the way I'm thinking, where I'm at financially. Yeah. wouldn't happen with myself. And I was like, the first thing I need to do to change that is work out. Yeah. And I remember my dad always saying, like, hey, this, this rolling this tire is a full body workout. You should just do this. 
And so I got the tire out of the garage. Uh, the first three months I rolled the tire at night so I could build the confidence and the muscle to be able to maneuver this thing. Cause it's massive. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of doubt. So that's why I was doing it at night. I would say that fourth month after having, you know, bruises on my body, having muscles aching in different areas, I didn't even know that could ache. <laughs> I then built the confidence and the muscle to then take the tire out everywhere throughout the day. And so now with the tire, I roll everywhere. I roll community uh, events. I share my story. I share his story. Um, and it's, it's, you know, I've been blessed every which way possible you think of rolling this tire. And so now with the keep rolling campaign, I use it to raise money for local nonprofits or families that may be in need. Um, so again, I impact is a big thing for me creating, creating a, a community around what I'm doing is a big thing for me and it's actually keeping me going. So I'm uh, rolling the tire, I'm meeting new people and I'm still on the search for, you know, finding a kitchen for turntable. So, you know, I'm doing all of these things at one time, but the importance of all of it is I'm making sure it connects. Right. Right. Connecting so, the dots. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, certainly sounds like it does and especially with it being a part of your entrepreneurial journey um you know it 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 works and it fits just like you were mentioning earlier is you know just kind of being an example to other people and inspiring them as well uh which brings me to the small business mentorship because i know that you you've also i think you were it was score wasn't it the organization yeah yeah, i'm a score mentor yeah okay yeah tell us a little bit about the importance of mentorship like what is that what has that helped what impact has that helped you um, in, in terms of helping to like take turntable to the next level, um, the first part, and then also let us know about how you're uh, assisting others at SCORE. Absolutely. So whenever Jeff and I were going through the, the, the trenches, we were, we went through SCORE and because here in Evansville, we still have a very, and I'm not knocking any generation when I say this. I love all people, but we still have a very high, um, like like older generation here, and that older generation, in my opinion, has fallen out of the time and doesn't understand new social media, new business practices. Yeah. They don't understand creative entrepreneurship because all they see is profit. And that was the older generation. Okay, I get that. But here's what we're doing differently. And so when I shared what we're going through with turntable in different ways and different things that we were doing, it went right over their head. So for one example, it's Jeff and I, we don't want a restaurant. We just want a kitchen that we can prep, store food, and then take it to where it belongs. Right. So here in Evansville, the mindset is restaurant. It's like, no, you can do so many different things with the kitchen. It doesn't have to be that. And then restaurants themselves can can utilize their space in different ways. It's just not about being a restaurant. So you have to look at restaurant innovation and where it's going. But um, going through SCORE, you know, we got a lot of pushback. And a lot of people understand our vision. Um, and so I said, at some point in my career, I'm going to become a SCORE mentor because I have to help the next generation come up because if, if this is who represents SCORE, that entrepreneurship will not continue to be strong. It won't move forward. 
So we went through a lot of the score backlash and, and, and it didn't get what we needed, but it was more motivation to keep going. Yeah. Um, and so now today I'm a score mentor. And so I challenge now that I'm at the table, I challenge them to think about creative entrepreneurship. Leslie's profit profit is yes. We got to talk about cost analysis and all of those good things. I get it. But for a second, let's talk about how an entrepreneur can be creative to get the profit. Oh, and so, like the cool thing with turntable is, you know, Jeff will set up some food. He'll take a dope picture, and then. People will, like, there's a few comments on our Instagram page where people were like, I tried to eat the picture. I tried to eat my phone. <laughs> right. or my stomach started growing. So that's an example of creative entrepreneurship. If you can look at a picture on your phone and you're instantly hungry or you try to eat your hand or you try <laughs> right. to smell or whatever, then that's a good job on us because now chances are you're going to either hire us to cater or come to the community event that we're at. So, you know, in my position now, I, I try to tell those school, rep, those school representatives, try to be more open and hear the entrepreneur out because you're the first person they're probably going to share their idea with from a professional perspective. Yeah. And if you shoot them down in your position, they're probably never going to do it. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, it's, and everyone's different. We kept going, but the next entrepreneur may not be like Jeff and I and may just shut down completely. Right. Yeah. You have made a great point. And that's, yeah, that's, I, I agree with you there. Um, what type of impact, what type of impact do you want to have on others? Not, not only from a entrepreneurial standpoint, but also just, you know, trying to push people and motivate people in different areas. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, you know, from the keep rolling campaign, I want to motivate people to take their health a thousand times more serious than what they do. Uh, you know, my dad, for example, wanted to be a bodybuilder. So he's always been in shape. He's always been a built guy. But the one thing he didn't do was go to the doctor on a regular basis. He didn't talk about what he was experiencing um, physically or mentally. It was always lift weights and, and stay to myself. I didn't go to the doctor. So I wish he would have done that because, you know, we could have probably stopped this thing at stage one. Yeah. Yeah. So from a fitness perspective, go to the doctor, talk about what you're going through mentally, physically, um, and, and just, you know, be in shape. Go to the gym or, or do something 30 minutes a day um, from entrepreneurship and, and turntable. Um, get out there and do it. Just just do it. Find someone you can relate to or a mentor. Silence the negative noise and, and get it done. Love it. Love it. DeAndre Wilson, entrepreneur and culinary curator, co-founder of Turntable and also Keep Rolling Campaign. DeAndre, let us know where we can find you online. Please drop all your social media handles, websites. And um, if you have any last words, feel free to leave that as well. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook and uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, DeAndre Wilson, um, Instagram, Twitter, DeAndre D. Wilson. Um, also, Turntable LLC on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Turntable LLC, uh, Facebook, DeAndre Wilson. Now, on my personal pages, you'll know it's me because I'm standing next to the large tractor tire. Tractor tire. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. And for anybody that is in the 
uh, Evansville area that's interested in you, um, the catering services at Turntable. Do you guys have uh, any direct connections, or what should they get a hold of you there? Yeah, anyway, yeah, the Turntable LLC that they message through the page, we'll get back to them as soon as possible. Okay, perfect. DeAndre, thank you so much for being a guest. It's been great, and we definitely look forward to your continued success. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.